0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bloke and the Bird Show. You thought you were going to miss us this week?
1: Bonus!
0: But no, we managed to find, in the dregs of Formula One this week, we managed to find some things to talk about. And it's not just the random, let's see who we can find in a Rolodex who's going to answer a phone to take some questions so we can make up a story.
1: But first, we have a correction. Uh Uh-oh. I said mistakenly last week Uh that Audi's has released the concept for the Le Mans car.
0: And I thought you were nuts.
1: And I was. Okay. Because apparently reading is not one of my top skills.
0: See, this is an important thing that you should have actually learned coming out of this year's election. And a lot of people need to learn coming out of this year's election. Just because you see a headline on Facebook doesn't mean that that's what the actual story is when you read the story. So don't react on the headline alone, but read the story.
1: You did not just accuse me of being one of the lemmings on Facebook.
0: Yes. Yes, I did.
1: I know where you sleep, and it will not be appreciated any longer. I'm Next just week's saying. show, we'll have a correction by Michael.
0: I'm just saying. That I, I know what, what you're just that's saying, how and these I'm not appreciating happen. it. That's how these things happen.
1: I'm not appreciating it.
0: Now, that being said, we did manage to locate... I want to say it was like a one quarter a picture of a one quarter scale model of what Audi would have ran if they had actually run in 2017. Right, but they're not running it because they didn't do it. So,
1: however, what I did find, what I had seen, and mistakenly thought that it was the 2017 car for Le Mans, was a part of the Audi Drive Progress campaign. Mm-hmm. which features one of the coolest commercials for soap with the Soapbox Derby cars.
0: You know, it's one of those commercials that seems to be, and, and I haven't seen the commercial or listened to a whole lot of the debate because I got annoyed with it, but it does sound like that that commercial is one of the many that sparked some pretty vigorous debate.
1: Really, I had not. I've not followed all the details, but the story of the commercial is pretty simple. Um, kids show up for the soapbox derby. They've got their dads and everything, and this girl with shows up with her hair flying out from underneath the helmet <coughs> in her um, her car, and she basically outdrives all of the other kids. And keep in mind, there's no engine, mm-hmm. it's soapbox. I mean, it's braking and and line and things like that. But she outdrives all of them and smokes them. And it's this concept that girls girls can do this too. Mm-hmm. So what, what debate would have caused I, it out of that?
0: I don't know. I think it was more the idea that Audi was trying to deliver a message that was something other than buy our car. And people were getting grumpy
1: about it. Well, I think that means that Audi's trying to deliver the message that girls should buy their car.
0: There could be that too.
1: Because wasn't it the uh, former team over at Top Gear that said you had to be like an insurance salesman to buy an Audi?
0: Concrete salesman. Concrete salesman. German concrete salesman, specifically.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs>
1: but since I own an Audi and I am neither German nor a concrete salesman or a man, um, I think that their brand is expanding.
0: Okay, good point.
1: All right, so my apologies and corrections are now over. Michael will have to begin on his here shortly.
0: <laughs> Moving on to some racing-related stuff. S- this past week, Spark Racing Technologies, who's responsible for, and, and shockingly enough, Spark Racing Technologies, here's our, here's our Formula One tie-in, is owned by now ex-former Renault team principal, Frederick Vasseur.
1: Okay. is that the uh the formula one connection much like the ohio connection yes
0: that's the formula one connection right there um his company spark uh technology spark racing technologies has won the contract to continue they have been doing in the past but to continue to supply formula e's specification chassis because remember Uh. formula e runs on a standard chassis um and they're working with the to build that out which Again, another Formula One connection The Lara it's, it's suppl- the or supplied them. last year for Haas. I don't know if they're doing it this year. I think Haas is doing their own chassis this year.
1: Are they already in building their own chassis I think mode?
0: That, that's their plan was to do that this year. But they released their renders, at least, for what they want to put in place for Formula E's 2018-2019 season. Okay. And it's a 2018-2019 season because they actually run over the winter. Um we need to put up, uh, I'll find a way to share these pictures, possibly in the post. What I found interesting about them, there were two things that I found were very interesting. Okay. One is that this would be the first single-seat open-wheel racing series to incorporate some variant of the head protection that Formula One is going round and round on. There is what appears to be in these drawings a variant of the AeroScreen proposal that Red Bull put together last year.
1: That definitely looks like there is some sort of a visor-like creature in this. But I take umbrage with the idea that that car is keeping with the open-wheel style.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I could see. It. But Formula E has—that's—what— th- th- that Trisha's talking about is there's fairings around and i guess that's the best way to describe it fairings around the wheels with a very 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 thin narrow strip that goes over the top of the wheels
1: it looks like they took the the wheel arch and slapped it on the car external on the outside
0: kind of i mean this is a car with wheel arches but Formula E's always had that kind of a design style for aerodynamic reasons. Mm -hmm. So this is continuing that kind of a style.
1: But if you look at that picture, it looks like it's got a giant gaping hole where the front engine, where if it had a front engine, that would be where it would be, and covered wheels. It makes it look like it was more open nose-less and closed wheel. Okay, it also kind of looks like a, 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 a shoveler, like it would, it would plow under stuff really easily. Uh,
0: I, I guess you could kind of get that from the front wing. I'm not sure that's the case. The other thing that I found to be very striking was that I see a lot of resemblance to a concept that Ferrari put out for Formula One about two or three years ago.
1: See, you see it. I don't. Okay. I see closed wheels and a giant hole where I think a nose should be. And there's no hole where the nose should be in the Ferrari concept, and it's got open wheels.
0: Well, actually, there is a hole.
1: Yeah, but it looks It's a like nostril. a nostril. <laughs> it's a nostril.
0: But there's a hole there.
1: Yeah, but it's not. There's a nostril versus there's a spot that I feel like I could stand in if the car is sitting still.
0: The, the other difference that the formula e car has is yeah the wheel is a bit covered but the suspension still exposed okay which is a common feature on both formula 1 and formula e cars is okay. that you have the fully exposed suspension or mostly exposed suspension you can see it clearly
1: okay so i would call that open suspension racing not open wheel okay I just, if you can't see the wheel, I don't know how you can call it open.
0: I I, I get that. And I, I'm i just going to, that's what they're shooting for. And, and I think they still consider themselves an open wheel series. They are still, however, the only top level, well, the only electric car racing series that's out there, international-wise.
1: Well, that I think is really cool. I just think that that concept's kind of ugly. I'm opposed.
0: I, I'm not saying it's an attractive concept.
1: I'm opposed. Okay. I have weighed in on design ethos that says that is ugly. Okay. They should go back and find something else.
0: So last week, we told you about uh, how everybody ran to Ford, saying that they're, re- they're reinvigorating their performance in motorsports programs, and um, went to Ford and said, so does this mean you're coming back to Formula One? And does this mean you're coming to, to IndyCar? And Ford said, yeah, no. Right. Well, because this is clearly a slow news week and reporters were flipping through their Rolodexes to see who was going to answer the phone when they called, which, by the way, even though we don't have any stories on it here, because I refuse to cover them or or trying to avoid covering them. Zach Brown over at McLaren appears to be filling the void for answering his phone to any reporter who calls that Pat Simmons used to do. (laughs) Okay. Because I think I saw four different stories this week of Zach Brown says this.
1: Obviously, we have (laughs) not made the right phone calls then.
0: We haven't made any phone calls because, you know, they're in England and it's long distance and I haven't set up the Skype account.
1: We should call him if he's answering his phone for any reporter. Don't we have press creds with them yet?
0: Actually, no. McLaren never responded. Oh. They blew us off.
1: Well, then we should reach out to their press department and make sure that we have creds.
0: We'll see what kind of coverage they get next year. I know. Ah! Anyway. So, drawing on the example that they got from, from uh, Ford, Autosport went and called the folks at BMW and said, hey. We've got nothing else to talk about. We spoke to Ford. Ford gave us a comment. Liberty says they want to bring manufacturers back. So you guys, you were in Formula One. You want to come back? And BMW said, ha, 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 ha no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: did, they, did they cackle like that?
0: I, I, I'm i imagining that they did. Because it was either that or, what are you, stupid?
1: Okay. <laughs> I want to know if they had the conversation that went something to the effect of, hey, BMW, have you heard that Bernie is out? Don't you want to come back now?
0: Well, the statement that BMW made, according to Autosport, was when we decided to pull out of Formula One in 2009, it was a long-term strategic decision of the company. Read, we don't ever want to go back to that train wreck. <laughs> when we, um, we wanted to put some of the f1 resources into the research and development of alternative powertrain solutions and so we did we established ourselves as the leading premium car manufacturer in the field of electric mobility apparently they've forgotten about tesla
1: well there's tesla but there's also the fact that if that's the area that you really wanted to go for why didn't you think about coming back when they went to the turbo hybrid wouldn't Why that have didn't... been your moment?
0: Well, I would have thought that they would have gotten deeper into Formula E.
1: Well, there's that, but Formula E's not catching on, so let's 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 go away from that idea. But there's these turbo hybrids, the this electric hybrid engine. I mean, come on. Formula One is now on the forefront of the conservation ecological movement with hybrid
0: cars <laughs> well the thing are you is
1: saying that they're not hybrids nah,
0: well, they're hybrids it, don't it,
1: they get hov lane privileges
0: that i don't know about but they are hybrids the thing is though i mean if you're bmw they're two cars that they have they're they're not really doing hybrids so much as they've got their two electric cars They've got the i3 and the i8, and I don't think the i8's even been updated in a couple of years. I've seen like two or three of them floating around. I've seen more i3s. I've seen I've seen more i3s, um, but even those, you don't see too often around here. I'm sure out on the West Coast you see more of them, but the, the i8, there hasn't been really much done with that car that I've seen.
1: Well, there's that, but doesn't the i3... At least have an optional gas conversion engine?
0: It apparently has some kind of a range extender. But the, the more notable feature about the i3 and its range issues is that if you get yourself an i3 and you, you know, say want to drive from, oh, I don't know, Ohio to Florida, mm-hmm. which clearly the i3 doesn't have the range to do. My understanding is you then pick up the phone, and you call BMW, and you say, hey, I'm getting ready to go on this trip, and my i3 doesn't have the range to do this trip, and BMW goes, okay, we'll send over a, a 3 Series, Okay. and they will loan you a 3 Series to make your trip.
1: So it's like having two two cars in one. Kind of. I have my travel car. I have my daily commuter. I mean, because isn't that what we all have to suffer with when we pick a car is marrying the fact that 90% of the time I'm driving my car from home to work by myself. I mean, if it was truly the only car I needed, I would need, you know, a tiny little smart for a lack of a better thing other than the fact that it's not that much fun to drive. An i3
0: because it's better.
1: But, I mean, to get from here to work every day, Mm -hmm. I don't need a whole lot. I mean, that's why the um, official 70s-era British MG for the Bloke and the Bird show is such a great summer car for me. Because it's only got two seats. Yeah. And most of the time, it's just me.
0: And you don't have to worry about parking it somewhere where somebody's going to come up and steal it.
1: True. I do not worry I about I could
0: that. not take the car into work.
1: Well, yeah, but I. the problem is, as long as you head into a parking spot, they can't find Reverse. In theory. It, it would take a very special person to be able to figure out where reverse is in that car. That is my done. theft protection system.
0: You just keep hanging on to that. <laughs> <coughs> you might have better... better. You might be better off disconnecting the battery first.
1: Also possible. But even even so. But I can't afford to have just a back and forth to work car and then a on a, in just in case I need to take a trip car, which you would want more creature comforts and things like that.
0: Or a, in, in your case, just in case you need heat car.
1: Well, there, there, or just, air just,
0: just in case you need to drive at night car. I mean.
1: Or in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so let's review really quick, since we don't have a whole lot of deep stories here, let's review exactly what we got with the MG because we did not get Oh heat, um, or a lot of heat. We actually got single point of heat. Is what we got.
0: What what you got was very similar to the Lamborghini air conditioning system. No, it's an not eighty year old asthmatic blowing through a straw.
1: <laughs> Except that I don't have vents for the straw to exit out of. Um, so you can drive the car in in winter because it, there's not great heat. Um, you can't drive the car in the the hottest hot of the summer because there is no air conditioning. Um, and even with the top down, if you're in stop and go traffic, you will pass out. <laughs> you cannot drive it in the rain because even with the top up, there's not good enough ventilation in the car to not let all the windows fog over. So there's. First
0: world problems.
1: I know. Um,. And there is no radio. so That was
0: your choice.
1: It's not my choice. It's the way the car came.
0: You refuse to to look into retrofitting. There are kits available that will even allow for you to have Bluetooth and it still not change the look of the car.
1: Okay, but here's the problem. I am already currently chasing gremlins in my electronics. (laughs) So I retrofit a radio. I'm a little afraid that if I do that, my backlights won't work anymore okay a real possibility isn't it yeah and i don't have windshield wa- washers i have them you but have- they're only for show right now
0: right it makes an interesting noise yeah possibly not the right
1: noise oh and the one time i did actually have the car out and it started to drizzle on me i couldn't make the windshield wipers go
0: that i think well th- that was because we had blown the fuse but that's been fixed they work Yes. I have tested them and confirmed that they are fully functional, but that was a fusing issue based on the (laughs) other problem that you were working on that you blew up.
1: Well, that was trying to get the cigarette lighter (sighs) to work because, you know, that's what I needed was to be able to smoke in the car because that's what you do in a 1971 MG. Um, And instead, I cooked my finger because that's what one does.
0: Something was smoking, that's for sure. (laughs) Hey, moving on.
1: But... (laughs) <laughs> i look really cool in it hey
0: moving on <laughs>
1: you told me when we did show prep for the hours of before the show that we didn't have much to talk about and i could take the show in any direction i wanted
0: okay i'm sure um, i heard
1: that in my own head somewhere
0: half of that was accurate <laughs> i'll let you guess which half was actually accurate there
1: okay moving on
0: pascal verline rumors came out this week and and they actually there were quite a few rumors regarding his medical condition following his rollover crash at race of champions down in miami
1: oh did ron dennis weigh in as to whether or not he was concussed
0: no ron dennis is gone i know remember who he drives for and who would have to weigh in
1: Monisha would have to weigh in on whether or not he's concussed. She obviously consulted with Ryan Dennis.
0: Possibly. Thankfully, we have not heard from either of them, though. Um, <laughs> what we do know is that um, he is still in a bit of discomfort due to neck compression from the injury. Ooh, I mean, the, the car rolled over. Um, he is His medical condition is being monitored at this point. Um, but Sauber does not believe that there is any long-term issues. However, the BBC is speculating that he may miss the first preseason test. Wow. Yeah, especially since that's still two weeks out.
1: Well, I hope he does well. I'm sorry that he's got some compression issues. You know, we could recommend a chiropractor.
0: We could. I I don't know if he'd want to fly over from here. He's been spending a lot of time in Mauritius. I guess he's got family there or something like that.
1: Well, I mean, we could, like, put him up in our guest room, you know, just in case.
0: We'd have to rebuild our guest room. <laughs> right now, I don't even want to go in what what exists for a guest room for us.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. You keep uh, making fun of me, and <laughs> you might yeah. be enjoying the the uh, benefits of the guest room prison. Okay. Oh, good
0: news. What? <laughs> Coro Rosso has announced the launch date for their 2017 car.
1: Okay, what is it?
0: Sunday, February 26th, in the pit lane at the Barcelona circuit.
1: Okay, so they actually are bucking the trend of everybody announcing a day before the previous announcement. They've now gone towards the end of their annu- the announcement period. Because we start having announcements like the 21st. Uh,
0: around that time, yes. 20th or 21st. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we, we know when, when Toro Rosso is going and As we mentioned, there was a video of, of them putting up their, or starting their engine for the first time.
1: That's the one that you did your highly technical review. No, that's the
0: one I refused to post because it was, you know, not any more interesting than a Mercedes one.
1: Oh, okay. Hey,
0: great news. What? Sauber announced when they're releasing their car.
1: No, you're kidding me.
0: It's because I know how excited you get for these launches.
1: Almost as excited as I get for tired news.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, Sauber actually is going to run a uh, filming day on February 22nd, but they are saying that they intend to launch the car on February 20th via social media. So in eight days.
1: So I predict... Much like the Great Karnak, I predict that we will be talking about livery colors in about two weeks. Well, and duh. whether or not white makes you faster.
0: Yeah, possibly. Possibly.
1: I mean, because I don't think that anybody is going to use the tried and true method of painted-on flames making you faster.
0: Who knows? You know, now that Ron Dennis is gone, you know the the design standards right out the window over at McLaren.
1: Well, they're going with orange.
0: We don't know that.
1: They are gonna have the an speculation orange <laughs> is
0: that it's going to be orange, but they're we don't going know. They're gonna
1: have an orange car.
0: You know, they they could just go completely off the rails and and make it sparkling silver again.
1: Oh, I hope they don't do that. Well, the the
0: chromed look did stand out.
1: It did, but it starts to compete with the other chrome black, no, the silver silvery looks. I mean, Hamilton will get confused. Remember when he drove into the wrong pits?
0: Yeah, there was that issue. Okay.
1: (laughs) We need to have different colored That was force of habit, though. We need to have different colored (laughs) cars. Hamilton cannot have another silver car somewhere on the grid.
0: Okay. Speaking of car launches, though, and, and calendars in general, I need to point out that the official Bloke and the Bird 2017 Motorsports calendar has been posted.
1: Wait a minute. Is this the official Bloke and the Bird 2017 calendar up to your standards? Yes. Ooh.
0: With all of the motorsports series that we care about, kind of care about, or or just, well, just, you know, wondering what the deal is with it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So as a result, it has all of the season information for Formula One Mm -hmm. Um, as of... When, when I put that together and finished that earlier this week. So I don't have the latest car launches in there, and I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to update them. Uh, but it's got testing, obviously, in there. It has the times for the entire race weekend of Formula One activities, including the addresses of the track, if you need to know where they are. It's got oh, them, too.
1: for the GPS? So is my calendar going to tell me, like my phone going to reach up and go, you have 27 hours to get to Melbourne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I didn't turn it. I mean, if you want to turn the notifications on, you can do that. But I did not do that. Okay. So they are not included in there. Um, but it includes the Formula One stuff all the way through through the season. Um, it is only an estimate based on last year's stuff for Abu Dhabi because they haven't confirmed Abu Dhabi stuff. But I decided I'm not waiting anymore. Okay. Um, we also have the IndyCar race uh schedule and for the americans what network they're being broadcast on whether they'll be on nbc sports or or uh, abc or nbc
1: nice have that
0: info as well as part of it you'll need to check your local listings obviously
1: your mileage may vary
0: yeah but we have that info as well just for the race not for all the other sessions because they're typically not televised okay we also have information about this year's wec series Now, again, this is just based on, and WEC is even worse than anybody else putting calendar information out. But this is estimates based on what they have put forward so far.
1: Okay. And this is all based on the fact that two weeks ago I said, ooh, that car is kind of hot. Yeah, (laughs) kind (laughs) of.
0: Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Interesting. Now, well, we see how we roll. Well, no, I I asked if we should take a look at Lemon. Mm-hmm. And you said we might as well, you know, see if we can catch a couple of hours of it, at which point it made sense to try and put that onto the calendar.
1: Okay. Since this will be the calendar we use. Yes. Because it's up to your standards. Yes. All right. So if you two want to follow the bloke and the bird calendar of events where would they find this fantastic tool to know what we are doing at every moment
0: not every moment
1: every motorsport moment
0: and even then not so because it conflicts with some of your other pre -pre pre-scheduled engagements
1: i am a social butterfly
0: or something like that but you can find it over on our website at www.theblokenabird.com and click on blog. Okay. And it's over on the blog on the site there. You can download it. Excellent. You know, I probably could add it to the links at the bottom of the page too. Let me take a look at that.
1: Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of conflicting times we have reminded our listening public that there will not be a show next week please go back into the archives and listen to one of your favorites okay i highly suggest any of the ones in which i sound smart
0: okay then
1: per- perhaps the prediction show wrap-up of last year
0: i don't know i'm i'm thinking any show that has this quote okay is hammer time
1: also possible yeah um i would highly recommend listening to the wrap-up show of the 2015 season
0: the the last time that we did a wrap-up show yes
1: (laughs) yes well we had better audio to wrap up with that's the
0: problem is is that we don't have as as good audio this year yeah or we didn't last year i mean you you did have there were some some moments. I mean, there there was this one. Oh, for f- sake! Man. Who the? F-? Oh, I'm out. Crash! Somebody hit me in the f- rear.
1: Turn two, and then somebody hit me in the f- rear again in turn three. For f- sake, honestly, what the f- are we doing here?
0: I, I, I just.
1: I'm starting to wonder if that little clip right there is becoming overused. It's becoming like the anthem of the season.
0: It is kind of, and actually, this is probably a better, and and we have to wonder, going into 2017, if we're gonna have a serious, or or, or a a similar set of moments to this.
1: Those that have come to cheer on their heroes, can't see
0: them, and and there's nothing to to cheer on. Gotta change, don't like it, not acceptable. It needs putting in the (laughs) skip. The new qualifying, Walmart, is pretty rubbish. Well, I think, firstly, we should apologize to the to the fans and the, the viewers because that's not what qualifying you know, should be. The crescendo was the bloke getting out of the car. Right. And the irony is he could have actually waved his own second flag. Yeah. He was on pole position. Do you remember that crazy qualifying idea they had back in 2016 that only lasted one race?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know what I find so funny about that series of clips? Mm-hmm is how little, as as outraged as we were about that whole situation, how by Abu Dhabi, I, my connection to it was so remote.
0: But by Abu Dhabi, how about by the mid-season break? It mm-hmm. was like, oh, yeah, we did have that stupid qualifying for three races.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were outraged and upset and all of those things. And then the minute it got pulled back, we were all like, oh, it's over. And moved on with our lives. Yeah. I, and by mid-season, it was like, oh, that seems like it was a lifetime ago. It was a very long season last year.
0: It was, and, and we're looking to have another one. But but before we even get to—well, actually, there's a team that even though they have just now announced the launch date for their 2017 car, has already pretty much, I guess, written off their 2017 car. Sauber has announced that they are getting ready and, and will begin development on their 2018 car soon.
1: Okay, but that's because their 2017 car is really their 2016 car with like the six scratched out and the seven <laughs> etched into it. Um, I have to give my least favorite team director props for team fi- principal, team principal props for finally getting it that you have to plan the car for next year. Ahead of this year.
0: Well, the reality is, you know what's actually happening here. It's not so much that they're going to start the design on a 2018 car soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're already going, and they've put it at the, the, the Sauber uh Canteen uh, at the plant in, in Switzerland. They've put at the end of the line by the cashier the little collection jars so they can pay for a 2018 engine. <laughs>
1: All right, so they're they're taking up a collection for an engine. I bet they have a suggestion box near HR for ideas to build a twenty eighteen car. You know, if you could build an F one car, what would you put in it? It's a team building exercise.
0: Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I'm thinking the other thing that they're going to do is, um, you know how and. and I, I, I gotta admit, I hate that they do this. Um, the cause is, is good, but I hate the method that's done. But every Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. you go out there and you have the fire departments oh, the standing on the corner with the fill of boot, trying trying to. That's what they're gonna do, but they're gonna do it because it's like a. Ma- I looked this up. It's like a main road that runs right past the Sauber headquarters in, in Switzerland. They're gonna be standing out on the road between the lanes. Fill a helmet? Do, yeah, fill, fill a race helmet <laughs> to collect funds so that Sauber can buy a 2018 engine.
1: I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it.
0: Now, we don't know the date because as far as I know, Switzerland doesn't have a Memorial Day that like we do. So I don't know what date, but, but that's my, my prediction is that's how they're going to go.
1: I thought it was Labor Day weekend that they did fill a boat.
0: No, that's when a telethon is. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought it was Memorial Day weekend that they do that. And...
1: I thought it was Labor Day weekend. Okay, but... you may be right. Anyway.
0: Actually, you know what they'll do. They're not going to do it at the highways. They're going to be at every single racetrack just past where you pay for parking. <laughs> with with their Could you theme. give us a donation? Yes.
1: Could you give us a donation?
0: Keep Sauber running.
1: They're gonna pass the helmet.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> what they're gonna call it.
1: Instead of passing the hat, they're gonna pass the helmet. Yeah, um, I think that that is a brilliant idea. They could become the people's team, the team of the people.
0: Yeah, and we know how well crowdfunding worked to keep Caterham running.
1: Well, I got him to the last race.
0: That was it. Um, the last bit of news that we've got. The, the only thing, I mean. Bonus show. You, you, you get what little you, you that get there what is You get what bonus
1: you got here. Yeah, know.
0: you get what little that there is this week. Um, as we had mentioned last week, uh, there was uh, tire testing, wet weather tire testing, uh, with Ferrari's mule car out in, I believe, yeah, it was at Fiorano, at the track there. And in the artificially moistened track.
1: Moistened. Moistened. <laughs> moistened. I thought that was
0: a better word than wettened. <laughs> <laughs> So in the artificially <laughs> moistened track in the mule car on day two of testing, <laughs> uh, Sebastian Vettel had uh, a bit of a shunt. He
1: he 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 went roundy round, didn't he?
0: Uh, something along those lines until he um, impacted with a wall. Uh, he did walk away from the incident with. Uh, what are described as some minor bruising. Mm. However, the damage that he did was apparently severe enough that the it, the remainder of the testing session was cut off. Not Because originally they were talking it was going to be just the day, mm-hmm. but the third day as well was canceled, uh, which meant that the young driver that they had slotted to put in the car did not get the opportunity. Ferrari's reason for calling it off, they didn't have enough parts.
1: Well, it was a mule car. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got its own set of issues. Um, I'm wondering what that means for testing. I mean, does that mean the tire failed?
0: Well, that's one of the questions. And, and we haven't heard why, you know, what the cause of the wreck is. Uh, Pirelli is apparently very concerned about their wet weather tires because, well, you know. Drivers hate them. Yeah, the drivers hate them. And the plan is, and I thought we had abandoned this. But the plan is after a safety car restart in the wet, wet, at least in the wet w- weather, I don't know, it may be in other, at, at any time we see a safety car, we're going to have a standing restart. Right. Which means no tire blankets. They've got to get these tires up the temperature faster.
1: Mm-hmm. That's going to be the hardest part. Yeah. Um,
0: so Pirelli's trying to figure out how to make that happen.
1: All right. Well, I hope uh, Seb is doing better.
0: As far as we know, he is.
1: Maybe he and Pascal can um, recuperate together. You know, in like the driver's recuperation room.
0: Yeah, for some reason, I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen.
1: They could become like, you know, buds. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that either.
1: I don't know. It's, It's a thought. It's a fun thought okay it's a bonus show i don't have to be like on it this is not my a game
0: (laughs) we were doing good and now you got to this part and you're just phoning it in so Mm -hmm. yeah well that's all we had this week all right i mean that is it so we'll we'll be off next week and the good news hopefully is that (laughs) when we come back it'll be between winter testing sessions so we'll, we'll get to, like, critique cars, and we'll have all kinds of stuff to talk about.
1: And we'll bring our A game.
0: Okay, oh, I'll bring our... my
1: A game, okay? <laughs>
0: okay. I was going to say, you know, don't set expectations too high here.
1: My A game is like somebody else's C game, so... Yeah, well, there's that. Let's work on that. But for our bonus show, I hope our listening audience enjoyed their little diversion into bonusness.
0: And uh, remember, if... If you have an interest in tracking what motorsports events will be happening this year. That we care about. That we care about. Because, like, you know, Formula E is not on there and NASCAR is not on there. NASCAR's
1: cause... never making it on that calendar. <laughs> I mean, like, that calendar would spontaneously burst into flames if you put NASCAR on it.
0: While drinking a Bud?
1: Yes. Here, hold my beer. <laughs> and on that
0: note, we'll call it a show.